All right, time to start a brand new week. It's almost time to start a brand new month. I guess we'll be doing that next yeah, week. Right? Yeah, you want to say it? It's gonna. It's gonna be, be May. May. <laughs> if we, are we gonna start that it. this early? Oh, we could yeah. do this every day for the next week. All through April, you could do that. Yeah, in just fact, a heads up to everybody. In fact, there's a reason I'm gonna say I'm gonna cover that coming up in music news Yay, next hour. Sam. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It's gonna be May. Yeah. Yay! Uh, Maybe Justin's gonna do something with it. I always forget on Monday. The, I, I picture the guy in the Jeep, and I can't remember what the back tire said, Jody. You remember the slow... The, oh, okay, you ready? Yeah. One life, live it. One life, live it. That's right. Man, that is the motto, baby. The thing is, it's so inspirational, but I can't ever remember it. I don't know what's wrong with me. You have a block on it. I do. Murphy. I want to live life. it, but I don't remember what it is. <laughs> One life, remember it. Live it. Okay. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um. You know, this... We're coming up talking about May. Um, Mother's Day is next month. Yes. And um, what do I do and ask Murphy for every Mother's Day? What the do week, I the weekend? Not well, the what whole. she asked for, she asked for a Saturday off. Yeah. One day off. Which is good, you know, because it's obviously you don't want to miss all the family stuff on Sunday, but you know that moms end up planning and, and organizing. It's crazy. <laughs> I just read another article on this last week that talked about stress and how the one thing, you know, that is most that most women and women want for Mother's Day, or what most moms want for Mother's Day, is the chance to have a break, just not on that day. Right. Mm. I want to be with my children on Mother's Day. I want yeah. them to come into the room and um, bring me handmade things, and yeah. which they do, and argue about making breakfast for me because that's what's happened in the last couple of years. Well, but they're getting older now. They're pretty good at this, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Saturday before, for quite a handful of years now, I've just gone. See ya. Pull out, leave. You're going Saturday shopping morning. a lot, haven't you? I mostly do a little retail love. Yeah. Yes, I do. Well, you got reminiscent one time. You went back to where your grandparents were, the church that, that he pastored at, your grandfather, right? Yeah, and I was then, a kid and I spent a lot of time there and I just went and drove it and found it based on my memory. No maps, no Google map and, and just found it based on my kid memory. That was fun too. Yeah. Um, I still want that this year, but Murphy, I'm not gonna, we're not going to be in town the Saturday before. We have that little trip we're taking. Well, yeah, actually, me you and Sam are going to be traveling together. Yeah. How about that, Sam? We'll be spending Yay. Mother's Day with Jody together as uh, a trio. True. No, <laughs> we get back the Saturday night uh-huh. before, but right. can I do my Mother's Day weekend sometime between now and then? My are you Saturday? really asking me that? Of course, you know, you can Ooh. do that. Yeah. You wouldn't okay. even, she would do it if I'm she didn't. Saying, I want you to know yeah. when I disappear on a Saturday. Otherwise, I'll be involved in it. Coming up with Murphy's Sam and Jody. First Hollywood Outsider of the morning, how Chris Pratt is doing since the divorce. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Okay, so Chris Pratt has not said much about life since divorcing Anna Ferris, but that's because Chris Pratt has been super busy filming, being a super major superstar. Uh, I hope you're ready. It'll be here any minute. He's so great. Um, he's been working on Avengers Infinity War during right. that divorce, and he was working on Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, which the trailer looks crazy, scary, scary big, big dinosaurs that are scary. Okay, so... Did they ever say why those two split? Oh, yeah. She said a lot about it. She wrote a book about it called Unqualified, and she talked about it. Holy smokes. Well, first of all, honestly, she... She wrote a wrote, book about it? Well, she wrote a Does book about her... Did she say who's unqualified? No, no, no. Her book is called Unqualified. She's pointing that at herself. Oh. Saying when she first got into the biz, she was told she was unqualified. Oh, I thought it was a book about Chris Pratt. I'm like, what? Of course not. In fact, he, he did a foreword about how wonderful she is. Well, that's and right. Look, they're I mean, friendly. Funny is even with Sam's three ex-wives, there aren't enough stories to make a whole book. You know what I mean? Oh, so, I'm, no, there are. Yeah, and unqualified is the tamest term they'd use about me. <laughs> 
I didn't want to see them divorce either. I loved them. I thought they were so great together. Mm-hmm. However, she wants a man in her life. She wants a relationship, a she best friend. Dating already? She's dating already. We'll get to that. Wait, so because wait, wait. he was so busy he with his career. He was always gone. Okay. I, I mean, I understand that. Becoming who he, you know, wanted to be, and that he has every right to pursue his dreams. Sure. Right? I feel him, but I fulfill her too. They've got a kid together. She didn't sign up for somebody who's never there. She's busy too with all the stuff she's doing. I mean, it's a Hollywood couple, so they're ne- it is. neither one of them are around. When they got together, though, nobody knew who Chris Pratt was. Yeah. Remember, she was Anna Ferris, this up and coming, cute, comedic talent. Who did the girl. song Cups? <laughs> no. No, that was Anna, Anna Kendrick. Kendrick. Oh, I always screw Okay, those Murph, two up. Anna Ferris is the girl who, on Friends, <laughs> carried Monica and Chandler's children. Okay, then what the movie adopted, was she in? She's been in a lot of little movies. I can't, they're not coming to my brain right now. Anyway. That's why he's not the Hollywood outsider, so yeah, don't that's laugh. Why, that's why Jody hosts this. Anyway. I love your song, Cops. <laughs> no, no. Thank goodness I didn't meet her in person, right? Yeah, she's the blonde girl. Yeah. So funny with that perfect uh, timing. Yeah. Okay, so Chris Pratt finally said about divorcing, we're still trying to figure out our new normal and new ways to navigate this while remaining friends and being kind to one another. Love that. He apparently is single for the record and still, and she is dating cinematographer Michael Bar- Barrett. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. Always love to hear from you at 877-310-4MSJ. And uh, Jody, Christina's on the way next. Yes. She wants to tell us about uh, going in to see this morning her 125 kids. Give us a call anytime you want to join the conversation. We love to hear from you. 877-310-4MSJ. What's going on, Christina? Actually about to start teaching middle school. So I have 125 kids every day. Oh, Oh, wow. And teach. Yeah. Middle school. Trying to teach them life lessons, how to organize. (laughs) Yeah. And prioritize. And then I have twins of my own that are Mm -hmm. 13, and I try to teach them how to be self-sufficient. Yeah. And to stick up for each other because they're twins. Yeah. Oh, wow. And one just just joined a football team, and we told him, you know, if anybody picks on your brother on that team and you don't take care of it, you're Mm -hmm. coming off. And... Do they yeah. have that twin thing? Like Sam has twin kids too. Like, yeah, minor, well, minor fraternal. They are they are opposite in every single way. Like really? one's a jock, the other one is my my Broadway and RC. <laughs> completely well, opposite they are. What I mean though is, um, do they have that well, twin language? connection? Yes, definitely. How do you see it? It's crazy. Like I don't even I don't even know what they're talking about half the time. You know, we need to learn English, but I don't know what you're talking about right now. (laughs) Yeah. All I've heard is that the twin thing is real. The connection is real. And they were only one minute apart, which I don't think was a full minute. Woo! One minute. There's never the, I'm older than you. Because it was like, boom, boom. Yeah. Sweet. Well, thank um, thank you for calling. definitely feel like family. Awesome. Well, look, Christina, thank you for calling. Appreciate you. Have a good day with the 125 kids. Thank you. That makes me wonder, and I don't know if I've ever asked that question before, whether they're whether twins are identical or fraternal, do they experience that same thing, or is it only identical twins that experience that shared thing? I have a feeling identical ones probably experience it more. Right. I mean, me having Maddie and Parker, they're fraternal, Yeah. so they do share some stuff, or they do communicate certain things, but it's not as... You know, obvious is like you hear people talk about about the yeah. connection thing. right right plus maddie and parker have now spent some significant time apart since right. parker's been at boarding school i wonder if that affects that connection yeah 
We well, shall see in time. Remember, first time he come, whenever he comes back into town, first thing he does is run over and grab her and hug her. Oh, see, yeah. awesome. connection. Well, I dated a girl in college who had a twin. <laughs> oh wait, I, they were. They were <gasps> I've never, I've never heard this, yeah. Murphy. No, but they were fraternal twins. Oh. Thank goodness, because that would have, <laughs> then I would have been totally confused. But no, they were fraternal twins. But they were so tight, and they yeah. did share like that. You know, and they had the common experience, even though they weren't identical twins. Yeah. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I can't believe I've never heard this amazing story. That's what. Thank you, Christina. 877-310-4675. We love hearing from you. Coming up next, I'm going to tell you how uh, Murphy, you've already won Mother's Day and maybe my birthday for me. How's that? Like us on Facebook when you get a chance today. That way you'll get notifications when there are new posts and whenever we go Facebook Live. All that fun stuff. We love to really hang out with you all day long. Um, You know, last week was um, the anniversary of my dad's death, and I had posted about it that afternoon. Uh Sam, I don't know if you saw it, but it was like, I posted that 29 years ago, my daddy passed away. He was only 40. Yeah, Uh, Jody, you were young, too. I was 16. Um, And I wrote, you know, hey, the last song he ever sang to me with his guitar was, I Believe in You, Don Williams. You know, the last time I ever saw him was the weekend before at his dad's house. The last thing he ever said to me was, love you, baby. I remember those things. And then my post continues. The last uh, time I felt he might be around was 10 minutes ago while walking my knucklehead dogs. A red cardinal landed on a little branch at my eye level and that I would just pretend and believe that that was him. Yeah, you believe all cardinal sightings are your dad. Well, yeah. Well, cardinals and, and woodpeckers. Red-headed woodpeckers. Oh, yeah, yes. I, I don't know it, why. I guess it depends on which bird body is the nearest he can assume. Yeah. Oh, listen to you say that. <laughs> so anyway, I posted that because that actually happened, and I was just having that day. It was a beautiful day, and I was walking the dogs. And I wasn't sad about it, but I certainly was thinking about him because that had just happened. And so we had something to get to at Taylor School and put the dogs up, take a quick shower, get ready. And um, it's busy. We get in the car to go and we're just visiting. And I, and you said, Murphy, that you were singing something. And I said, I've just been singing Don Williams today. And you said, oh, because you're thinking about your daddy. We get in the car. He cranks up the car. And this is what he does for me. I don't believe in superstars. Murphy just starts playing it for me. Yes, I have it on a playlist, Sam. Isn't that cool? That's an early 80s throwback. Props for Murphy there. I know. That, ladies and gentlemen, is romance. Doing that specific little thing. I didn't know you were about to play that on a day when I wanted to hear it. And it did my soul good to hear it. That's what we do. Jody, you and I are music people. You know what I mean? Yeah, so um, this is it's true. My dad used to play guitar as a hobby. He loved to play it. Right. Um, and when he would break out his guitar at night, sometimes you know, my mom and bro- brother would scatter because yeah. they, I don't know, that just really? wasn't their thing. And I would sit there on the floor and just let him sing to me. And this was one of the songs he'd do because he loved this, right. and rightly so. I don't. You don't hear anybody play this song anymore. Anyway, so thank you for that. That was You're the welcome. sweetest thing, Murph. Sweetest. Coming up in the next five minutes with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. You know, last week, Jody hit the big wedding trends of 2018. Yes. Uh, coming up next, some of the things that you can do, small little touches to add to your upcoming wedding. 
Murphy, we have that wedding coming up in June that we get to attend. Um, it's not just any wedding. That's my nephew. Our, our nephew. Yes, Lisa our nephew. and Kristen are getting married. You yeah. know, I try not to get emotional at weddings. I show up, you know, with my whole old agenda of I got to be on time and these are the right shoes and I hope the gift was right. And then I get swept up in the ceremony. Well, Two people, you know, making that promise to each other. their love. And I normally get a little emotional. You know, this may be the first full circle moment for me in yes, my life. Right. Because I I was in the room the day he was born, oh. and now I'll be in the room the day he's getting married. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot more full circle moments, but it's a really? it's a well, sure. In my well, life, we have a lot of full circle moments in our lives. Okay. Yeah, although that does sound like a good toast if you're asked to give Man. it. Man, woo! That's true. It don't choke. No, okay. <laughs> full circle moment. Hey, and there actually is a funny story that I can tell along with that when we do that. Because I was the one commenting on the baby monitor the entire time. My sister, you know, uh, was the first in the family to have children. Right. And so I'm the fool here, having not been a dad or anything myself at that point, would look at the monitor and could see when the contractions were going to happen. Right. And I'm sitting there going, up. Oh, here comes another one, Jackie. Oh. Oh, here we go. And, and, you know, just like... And you were you were saying stuff like, oh, that didn't look like that's yeah, too bad. Yeah. yeah you know me. Giving you daggers for that. Foot in mouth. You did some of that and in the in the... In the room when I was having our first child, remember? Well, that's because I never learned my lesson the first time, right? <laughs> it's fine. All's forgiven. But um, I'm very curious to see what kind of cool wedding trends this young couple will bring to their day. Mm-hmm. You know, gone are the days of you just having a guest book because everybody else always did. Couples today, when it's time for the guest book to pick it out, they're not necessarily doing it. They're right. like, we want everybody's signature of who was there but we're doing it in different ways oh they do it on the uh the photo yeah you can have people sign a photo um if you're a musician there have been people who've signed guitars and the guitar ends up being in the home and it's your wedding guitar yeah you know you can do anything that you want to do and couples really go there um food bars are a nice little personal touch. Coffee bars at weddings, man, yeah. I'm there. We went to a wedding. You mean at the reception, not oh, at the yeah. wedding itself, yeah. right? Reception. <laughs> hey, guys, can you hold on one second? I need a refill. Um, we went to a wedding where at the reception for the kids, there was a candy bar, yeah. meaning a bunch of different candies, and they could walk up with a bag and just fill it up. That was fun. I saw one. I had one that I went to once that was a dessert bar where you had oh, all yeah. the different sprinkles you could put man, on Man, man. Okay, so we'll do some of the, some more of these for you next hour. Awesome. Really this- cool wedding trends, uh, personal touches coming up jody has your hollywood outsider so this is scary gonna tell you how one of taylor swift's stalkers almost got to her this weekend jody's hollywood outsider so it has been a scary time lately for taylor swift because of stalkers okay remember that last week there was somebody that who climbed over a wall at her Beverly Hills home carrying a mask and rubber gloves and all this other scary stuff. Oh. That's an obsessed fan named Julius something. Okay, so that happened last week. Well, also just the other day, police say a 22-year-old man, Roger Alvarado, he's been arrested now, climbed a ladder. This was Friday. He was arrested on Friday. Right. To reach an upper window of her New York City townhouse. So somebody left a ladder there. And he's wow. he's a stalker, so he's stalking her New York City townhouse. So he sees his opportunity. He climbs the ladder, smashes the window, gets in, um, showered, and got into her bed. Oh. I'm like, what is going on and with her how security? How does that happen? Yeah. yeah. I don't know either. He was charged with stalking, trespassing, burglary, and criminal mischief. That's a lot of time to be spending before to have no one catch you. 
I know. I don't understand. I mean, I, I accidentally... Sounds like somebody forgot to set the, the code. Yeah. Thank you. Set the alarm. I accidentally open a window <laughs> yeah. at our house, our one house, and, and it goes... And Murphy's like, what's going on? You, he, call, he calls me. So that's, I don't understand either. Right. Like for someone who's supposed to have the best security in the world. But that honestly, it doesn't matter. It's very scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. So you better believe her security is going to be upped. But that was her townhouse. Man. It did happen to Taylor Swift. Meanwhile, she wasn't there, by the way. She wasn't there for either because she's been very busy rehearsing for the Reputation Tour, which oh, yeah, starts right. in a matter of weeks. weeks. Yeah. Other, uh, maybe that's the reason there's no security there. You know what I mean? Extra, they're all like, with people. her. They're all with her. Mm-hmm. Well, she needs to have secondary, secondary layer tier yeah. of security for all of her properties. All right, moving on. The palace, and I do mean across the pond, palace tweeted uh, this morning, London time, that Her Royal Highness the Duchess of Cam- Cambridge, mean, meaning Kate Middleton, is ah. in labor, was admitted to St. Mary's Hospital in Paddington, mm. London. This is where she always gives birth, and she's in the early stages of labor. So she'll be giving birth to the fifth in line to the throne, yeah, right? Yeah. Charles, William, then her other two children, George and Charlotte, and then this baby. Yeah, now that we know for sure, yeah. Charles is next. Yeah, sorry, Sam. Yeah. Sorry about it. All right, coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider at 7.55 this morning, Chris Pratt, Hollywood heartthrob, finally talks about the pain of divorce. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Coming up, Sam, is the food dude. You actually get to name a product on the grocery store shelves. Really? Thanks to Heinz. It has mayonnaise and ketchup. We'll see what you come up mm. with. All right. Monday, a little positive thinkery here. Uh, Jody reminded me thinkery. that... I know, it's not a word. <laughs> I, I need that in my life. Thinkery. Been talking okay. to George Bush there. Well, see, you know, when you say it like that, it kind of takes the... You know what the stiffness off of it. Thank being, you. It does you know, positive affirmations. It's positive thinkery, and um, I could just coin a new phrase. Yeah, one life, live it. That's what the guy had on the back of his Jeep, right, Joe? Yeah, it was a Jeep wheel cover. Yeah. He said, one life, live it. That's I always, your favorite. I always forget it, so I'm going to say it every hour until I commit it to memory this time. <laughs> this guy just looked so, I mean, he was a neon green Jeep, and I mean, the top he was, was doing off, it, man. and he was doing what the back wheel said, one life, live it. And you were jealous. I just, I was, no, I was inspired. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought you were saying you were green with envy. some positive thinker. It is. Sam always finds the new eats. He's... The food, dude. Uh, just last week, we were talking about Heinz bringing mayo chop to the U.S. Yeah, which Cody. is a stupid name. <laughs> right. And th- what they did was, they, they it, okay, it's mayonnaise and ketchup combined. So it should be, what did I say? I had a better we, name for it. We already make that anyway. You know, may up. Most people do it. No, you said ca- ca- may. Ca- may up. May up. May up. Okay. I think um, I did. They had enough response on their Twitter account that they said, yeah, you know what? We're now going to introduce it in the U.S. Duh. Here's the problem. A lot of people chimed in and said, we don't like mayo chop. Uh, you mean as a name? As a name. So, they don't. So Heinz has said, you know what? It's wide open. Go to the Heinz Twitter account. Oh, yes. And you can tell them what you think it should be called. Okay. You know so. what? This is really smart on their part. Because even if it's not really... If it's a slightly embellished story... Yeah. Because you're right. It's a I mean, way to get the these, marketing... These two condiments have been around for a while, exactly, for them to be the ones to actually be the market leader. Right. And, because there are a ton of those out there, and many of them, and they have their little variations that taste great. Mm-hmm. We've bought a few of them. Yeah, yeah and you but, can still make your own good yeah, sauce, though. Called, no, but it's called fry sauce. Who's got the yeah. time for that? Oh, man. <laughs> it's good stuff. So anyway, look for mayo chop, or you can chime in on your favorites. They're definitely changing it. Right. Definitely. And also, too, got to let you know about 
but Bill Murray and his brothers, they opened a Caddyshack-themed restaurant in Chicago. Oh, I know you so, can't wait. Uh, really? If you are a Caddyshack fan, you can go to Chicago and sit at the Caddyshack restaurant. They've got all kinds of golf stuff. Some of the items on the menu, crispy potato golf balls, double bogey cheeseburgers, and Caddy Shakes. Oh, yeah. I want you to kill every golfer on the course. Check me if I'm wrong, Sandy, but if I kill all the golfers... They're going to lock me up and throw away the key. Man, I got so many friends from high school that would love to go eat there. There you go. Make a guy's trip of it. Caddyshack in Chicago. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. So, uh, my and Jody's date night got crashed on Saturday night, Sam. Oh, it wasn't me. <laughs> no, it wasn't you. We'll tell you who did. Coming up. We had a great weekend, Sam. Did you have a good one? Oh, yeah. Um, one of the reasons I had a good one was I didn't do my normal 15 loads of laundry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't let it. I mean, it's not. Nobody's rocking dirty clothes. That's today. what I was going to wonder then. I just. Okay. No, I did like two loads on Sunday afternoon. Gotcha. She didn't do the whole thing where it's like throughout the course of the weekend, there, you know, the, the piles and the binge watching yeah. and, that, and all that. Yeah. Ah, uh, anyway, um, that made it made for a nice weekend. It but, was wonderful. Um, so Saturday night. Our oldest, Taylor, was working at the movie theater, Uh and Phoebe had a couple of friends over. So, um, and they were going to go to the school a school play. Mm -hmm. So, where they go to school, there was a play this weekend. The high schoolers were putting on a a comedy, and so usually, and we've you know been going to the school forever. Usually, when they have a weekend play, it's Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday afternoon matinee, right? Which this is going to give Jody and I a chance to do a little date night Saturday night, which is kind of oh, yeah. Because nice. the girls wanted to go to the play. This is their school. Right, so we y'all were going to bring them to the play. We were going to go grab a bite to eat, just the two of us. So we big make big plans. The girls get ready, get dressed. They're excited. They've got their ticket money and they dressed up a little bit. You know, whatever. Uh, we drive into the school and it's like ghost town Saturday night. It's like oh. Phoebe, did we make sure that this is actually happening on Saturday night? And she was like, no. And I thought, you know, I should have looked too. Because assuming something, that's what'll happen. Was it canceled? Or was show, it wrong? No, they only were doing two performances this oh. time. It was planned. We didn't read the, uh, you know, fine print, the placard. Yeah, yeah. So it was only Friday night and Sunday afternoon. Oh, okay. so it's like, oh man, there's our date. So we're, we we're three date night, three then. kids on our date. Well, we went to just a really fun, cool, casual place. We walk in and we say, look, and we have two tables: a table for these girls and a table for us, and mm-hmm. they can be really close to us. And we're picking up their check, yada yada. And of course, you know, you on a Saturday night, that's a lot to ask of a restaurant. Right. But we got there early enough that we found oh, nice. a really good situation. So we had that. And it was lovely. We yeah. had a really good date night, didn't we? We did. And it's one of those, you know, things where I suppose you could be frustrated about, you know, not knowing. And it's just, no, it's just let funny. it happen. It was yeah. perfect. It's a cute little lesson for them. Not that I've not yeah. done that before. So I the, mean, did the girls have a nice date night? They had yeah. a blast, and <laughs> they went floats and cheesecake, mm. and they went to the play on Sunday afternoon at two instead. Gotcha. Yeah. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Okay, I wonder if Prince William does this because he's in the what? delivery room right now with Kate Middleton. Right, the ways that men put their foot in their mouths in the delivery room. Coming up next. Well, Jody was talking about wedding touches last hour. It, it somehow managed to transition into me, as in Murphy, putting my foot back into my mouth. Yeah. Which I seem to do, you know, frequently. And I wonder if this really is sort of a guy slash husband slash thing. Are we more prone to put our feet in our mouths versus our spouses? And mm-hmm. the reason I say that is because um, th- this really started with me saying that in my when my sister was in the delivery room, 
before I was married to Jody, before we had kids, I'm sitting there looking at the contraction monitor. You know, I'm, I'm not a dad. I'm not married. I'm not none of that. And this at that is her point. first child, her first time in labor. Right. And and she, you know, is, is, is having to listen to me sit there go, oh, oh, here. Well, well, did that hurt? And just I'm sitting yeah. there like a fool getting caught up in the technology. Did you say that one didn't look too bad? Right. But she was, you know, <laughs> but my sister is just, you know, so calm and cool. It was no big deal. She but is. then lo and behold, you know, Jody and I get married. We have Taylor and there I am in the delivery room again. Wasn't that you, the time you had the Snickers bar, too? Well, yeah. Okay, so I labored for a very long time with Taylor. I don't remember how many hours, Murphy, but it was all day and most of the night. And I couldn't have anything to eat. And they wouldn't even give me ice chips. Yeah. And it was not a big deal, but towards the end of labor, you walked in, Murphy, with a Snickers. And you were eating it right there with me and kissing me on the cheek. <laughs> I could smell the peanuts, you know. It was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> but that wasn't, that was fine. You were also probably having to ma- maintain your blood sugar. So. Oh, that's exactly why. Well, because, I mean, you were, we went in at three in the morning. You didn't have Taylor till six that afternoon. Yeah. And so I wasn't really good about, you know, making sure that, you know, I managed the no. type one diabetes insulin thing. The so. next day, we had, you know, my mom spent the night with me in the hospital. I don't, I don't think you spent the night. You went home to get some rest. Taylor cried almost all night and was just a rough night on and off with her and we were very tired and I was in the hospital and then when you came in the next morning you said man I'm tired and my mom looked at me like he did not just say that (laughs) but that's it and that's not horrible because saying you're tired is something that people say all the time if you really feel that way we had uh Jackson, we had all the whole family in the delivery room. Yeah, uh, and my dad was there, and my dad did the same thing. He was just completely aloof. He starts talking really? about the recipe he has for a peanut butter pie. Yeah. Oh, and, and, she's... and so we were like, "Yeah, okay, great, Dad." And then you think it's over, but then he chimes back in about how much peanut butter you need to use in it, <laughs> and the per- and the way you need to cook it to make it come out right. You know, and she's over there going. Oh, like, God. Dad, stop. This is not the place for You know for what? It. If you've ever had any foot-in-mouth moments from a spouse or relative in the delivery room, we want to hear about it. 877-310-4MSJ. Sam, that recipe sounds good. Can you share that with us? <laughs> sure. Sam's got music news. Uh, last week, as part of the Prince Celebration, the uh, Celebration 2018 going on in Minneapolis and at Paisley Park Studios. The anniversary Prince of his death, right? I mean, yes, two-year anniversary of his death. Uh, the estate released a song that we've never heard from Prince before. Give it to me. Now, we've heard the song it, hit me, hit me with it. done by Sinead O'Connor, Nothing Compares to You. Yes. Prince actually wrote this in less than an hour, and yeah. he wrote it for one of his prodigy bands that he was working with at the time. So yes. they actually did it. He's done it live in concerts. You I may know. have heard it. But you never actually heard the real way Prince produced it. Uh, and they released it what, last week as a gift to all Prince fans. It's been seven hours and 13 days Since you took your love away Oh, that is beautiful. Huh. He plays all the instruments. Of course he does. Yeah. I've heard it before, but I guess I've heard the, a live version. Then. Right. I've heard his version before. I, I just think didn't after know it was... when, when Sinead O'Connor popularized it, you're right. You heard live version. It was on the, the hits B-sides, his live version of it. And the producer of the song said, yeah, we gave him a notebook. He went into another room. 60 minutes later, came back and said, here it is. You're giving me goosey. Boom. Knocked it out. Give me a notebook in 60 minutes and see what happens. Nothing. God. <laughs> it's called Nothing Compares to Prince. Yeah. So there it is. A little gift to, to Prince fans. 
Uh, also found this out that uh, there's an Elton John biopic that's now gotten the green light. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be called Rocket Man. His best song. <laughs> that is and your favorite song, by the way. They already have the person that's going to play Elton John. It's Taron Edgerton. Now, if you don't know who he is, no, I don't. Uh, he has starred in the Kingsman movies, mm-hmm. which is kind of like James Bondy type movies. Uh, great actor, but when I heard his name, I was like, wait a second, he sung Elton John before. You remember the movie Sing? Yes, I know. The animated movie. Did he do the voice? The- he was the gorilla in that movie, and he sang this Elton John song. So and that's the, that was the girl's introduction to that song. Jimmy. Yeah, in fact, I mean, Gorilla is one of my favorite characters on that's, the scene. That's him right there singing it, Elton John. That's so uh, cool. So we can look for that one. It'll be a couple of years in the making. But Elton's actually producing it, so he's got his hands in it. Right. He's going to approve everything, and he even approved Taryn, so it should be pretty awesome. That's cool. His perfectionism will get mm-hmm. all over that. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. All right, coming up next, more little, special, personalized touches you can do to any wedding, whether traditional or modern. And we know how busy a Monday can be, so if there's anything you've missed today or that you miss later on, catch it on the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. Free, easy to subscribe to, and you can even Google it and catch another episode of After the Show when we're done today. Okay, this is a big time of the year for weddings, and so couples today, it's so cool to go to a wedding and be delightfully surprised about something that's, oh, this is cool, this is different. Yeah. Like, we talked about the guest book last hour that, you know... You don't have to just do a guest book because what's, what's going to happen to that? It's going to go on a shelf. Yeah. And you're going to open it once in a great while so throughout your marriage. Things, pictures. You can make your guest book something that becomes a display in your house, a keepsake of your own. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a guy who was totally into aviation and had this airline airplane wing and he had everybody sign it cool that that actually did happen that's super cool that's very cool um, have you been to the weddings where uh, the gift everybody gets is a koozie no i it's haven't like the, the person you know the couple's name and the date and there's yeah. always some little fun slogan like right over the lips over the gums here we come or something you know <laughs> oh i haven't done that so there's a little memento for you forever yeah um i like it when you get things like seeds to plant we've, uh-huh. we've had that you know like you can go plant a tree with this yeah, i wonder if you could buy a blank puzzle and have everybody sign a puzzle piece when they come in and then later on at some point you put the puzzle together with everybody's names on it Are, yeah. is that a bad idea have to be big pieces <laughs> you can't you know what i'm saying and then then it's a an aggravating puzzle to put together hey, for the couple yeah. um your gift also could be something specifically from you not that you buy in bulk but maybe you have a great brownie recipe you know have somebody get together make a bunch of brownies with you and everybody gets a brownie on the way out plus the recipe from the couple there's a million things you can do we've heard about um food trucks showing up at the reception instead of having a fancy catered event that's fun there are couples who are only playing their favorite songs in the during the reception you're not going to make any requests to a dj it's their (laughs) soundtrack of what they want to hear you know what i'm saying Anything really goes. So I think if you look at a traditional way a wedding used to be and you just go down the list of every possible event and decision that you have to make and make it your own, it's a more fun event for all of your guests and for you. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. So one of the biggest heart throbs in Hollywood, Chris Pratt, finally says something about it being painful to be divorced. We'll do that for you next. 
trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Okay, so Chris Pratt has not said much about life since divorcing Anna Ferris, but that's because Chris Pratt has been super busy filming, being a super major superstar. Uh, Hope you're ready. It'll be here any minute. He's so great. Um, he's been working on Avengers Infinity War during right. that divorce, and he was working on Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, which the trailer looks crazy, scary, scary big, big dinosaurs that are scary. Okay, so... Did they ever say why those two split? Oh, yeah. She said a lot about it. She wrote a book about it called Unqualified, and she talked about it. Holy smokes. Well, first of all, honestly, she... She wrote a or, book about it? Well, she wrote a book Does about she her say life. Who's Unqualified? No, no, no. Her book is called Unqualified. She's pointing that at herself. Oh. Saying when she first got into the biz, she was told she was unqualified. Oh, I thought it was a book about Chris Pratt. I'm like, what? Of course not. In <laughs> fact, is. he did a foreword about how wonderful she is. Oh, that's and right. Look, they're I mean, friendly. What's funny is even with Sam's three ex-wives, there aren't enough stories to make a whole book. You know what I mean? Oh, so, I'm, no, I, there are. Yeah, and unqualified is the tamest term they'd use about me. <laughs> I didn't want to see them divorce either. I loved them. I thought they were so great together. Mm-hmm. However, she wants a man in her life. She wants a relationship, a she's best friend. dating already? She's dating already. We'll get to that. Wait, so because wait, wait. he was so busy he with his career, is that what it was? He always gone. Okay, I, I mean, I understand that. Becoming who he, you know, wanted to be. And that he has every right to pursue his dreams. Sure. Right? I feel him, but I fulfill her, too. They've got a kid together. She didn't sign up for somebody who's never there. She's busy, too, with all the stuff she's doing. I mean, it's a Hollywood couple, so they're ne- it is. neither one of them are around. When they got together, though, nobody knew who Chris Pratt was. Yeah. Remember, she was Anna Ferris, this up-and-coming, cute, comedic talent. Who did the girl. song Cups? <laughs> no. No, that was Anna, Anna Kendrick. Kendrick. Oh, I always screw okay, those Mark, two up. Anna Ferris is the girl who, on Friends, <laughs> carried Monica and Chandler's children. Okay, then what the movie adopted. was she in? She's been in a lot of little movies. I can't... They're not coming to my brain right now. Anyway... That's why he's not the Hollywood outsider. So <laughs> yeah, don't that's laugh. Why, that's why Jody hosts this. Anyway. I love your song, Cops. <laughs> no, no. Thank goodness I didn't meet her in person, right? Yeah, she's the blonde girl. Yeah. So funny with that perfect uh, timing. Yeah. Okay, so Chris Pratt finally said about divorcing, we're still trying to figure out our new normal and new ways to navigate this while remaining friends and being kind to one another. Love that. He apparently is single for the record and still, and she is dating cinematographer Michael Bar- Barrett. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Okay, on the way in your next Outsider at 830, how t- one of Taylor Swift's stalkers almost got to her this okay. weekend. It's a pretty cool new wedding ideas. If you know somebody's getting married, 2018 wedding. Yeah, great also, ways to make it personal. You do not have to be traditional at all anymore. Check them out at murphysamandjody.com and anything you missed on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. The producer's mailbag. Okay, I'm going to do uh, the producer's mailbag for Bailey. He's already come and gone, and now he's in well, class. he's in class, yeah. Right, he graduates in May, and then we'll have him all the time. Learn so much about him slowly but surely. You know that long hair that producer Bailey has? He's been growing out for four years. Wow. But I also found out that he does not like to be put on the spot. So, oh. yeah. Does anybody like to be put on the spot? I guess not. I guess that's a good point. But you know, before we talk to him about it, I'm going to say, hey, can we ask you about your hair? <laughs> can we put you on the spot? <laughs> Okay, so producer Bailey is um, in class, so let's do the mailbag. You guys ready? Um, Brad sent in, hey, 
I work for the company. Our company makes those makes and licenses those Sonic Pops that you were talking oh, about. Oh, the ones that are named that are the same flavors as some of their favorite drinks. Right, and he wants Cherry to Lime know Aid. if we would like some. Ooh, he well. wants to send some for us to taste. Well, I would yeah. love that, but how do they get sent? And they, how do they stay frozen, though? You know what I mean? Dry ice, right? Well, well no, he can just send them and then oh, then we refreeze. Them. Yeah, like the ones that okay. you love that I buy at Walmart, Murphy. That are completely sealed in the plastic, and you cut the top off. Yes, those are fun. Didn't know that. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so thank you, Brad. We're gonna um, look for those part A in the studio. Food dude finally paying off. I know. Appreciate you, Um, Andre sent in Jody. I agree. Mayo Chup is a stupid name and very unappealing. (laughs) On the other hand, try Ketcho just for kicks. Ha ha. She says marketing is at least ninety percent of the deal. Look, Heinz is gonna figure that one out. Yeah. Um, they probably already have. They're doing the survey, and then by the time they match up notes, yeah. Yeah. the boxes are printed, or the labels are printed. Angela sent in. She wants to share with us about, we were talking about dieting last week, about the diet where you just eat handful portions. One handful of protein, one handful of carb, one handful of what? Two handfuls? handfuls of vegetables at every vegetables. meal. Um, being an insulin pump patient, I have the opportunity to meet with a dietitian on, and various other medical pros. So she's a pumper like and me. It's all given me adv- advice just using a fist size as appropriate serving size for your portion control. That's mm-hmm. for every person. So if your fist is the right size for your stomach, right. meaning. So that's a good idea, Angela. Passing that along. Fist full of chicken. <laughs> yes. M&M's. <laughs> okay, Ooh. thanks, Angela. We love hearing from you. Jump in anytime on our Facebook page or Instagram. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. I had to play the uh, child whisperer this weekend. Ah, Sam. Talking the twins down before a big test they had to take. Hey, we invite you to come hang out with us after the show again today. Another episode of the Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast. Uh, Jody has a special Mother's Day request. Oh. Kind of an odd one that's okay. supposed to pop on me, Sam. All right. It's not going to be bad. Painless. Um, do you ever have problems? Well, not problems, but do your kids ever have test anxiety? Yes, some. Yeah. I, I, I'm lucky. I, we, we're lucky, Murphy and I, I think that it's not ever been bad yet. Well, it's not over the top. But, I mean, it, it is... The bigger tests kind of have those night before nerves. Yeah. yeah. Right? I've, uh, Maddie and Parker were taking the test this weekend for another school. And it's oh. something that Parker's been wanting to do for a while. And he's, he has never had the grades to be able to do do it for this school. And he's finally got the grades. And they, they offered to test him this weekend. Oh, so he might be moving from boarding school to this other school. Right. And Ooh. this is something he's been pushing for and pushing for and pushing for. And he finally got it. Sure. And then when it was time to do it, the anxiety kicked in for sure. him. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he was, you know, what if I don't get in? What if my test scores aren't this? And then, and, and it was like he was winding himself up before he even got mm-hmm. to the place to start taking the test. What did you do? I, I tried to calm him down. I was did like, you do Mark, the Jack Pearson thing where you put his your hands on his head and said, just breathe? You are that's my son. That's a This Is Us reference, everybody. Yeah, thank you. Sorry. I missed that because do you, don't get it. Well, you know, that's, that's a real thing. We all feel anxious yeah. about things throughout our whole lives it's how you handle it that's right? normal yeah and you know they say those nerves actually kick in just enough adrenaline that that actually helps you succeed mm-hmm. you know i would see that helping you too once you sat down it's like everything would be hyper and you're ready to go for it right you're full alert alert uh, and so and then what's really funny is maddie honestly could care less about taking this test yeah she was just kind of like yeah we're twins sure i'll go do it too and she got all 
worried about it Saturday morning right before the test. Maybe oh. she was feeding off of him. I, I guess, but they both took the test and everybody and? was okay. I mean, you had that usual after, I'm not sure I did good here and I'm not sure I did good there. But after that, because that, it was Saturday morning, it was get the rest of the weekend. Forget about it now. Nice. Just go about your day. And when will they find out? When will you guys find out? If, within a couple of weeks. Oh, so well, that's... Now it's the wait. Another thing to be nervous about. <laughs> well, yeah, the funny thing about Parker with that is he'll he'll be on you. Did you hear anything? Did you hear anything? Did you hear anything? That Did just hear- means he really cares. Yeah. Yeah, sweet Parker. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. All right, Murphy's done it again. He did something so sweet. I don't even think you have to get me anything for Mother's Day. Let's do, do that next. Like us on Facebook when you get a chance today. That way you'll get notifications when there are new posts and whenever we go Facebook Live. All that fun stuff. We love to really hang out with you all day long. Um, you know, last week was um, the anniversary of my dad's death, and I had posted about it that afternoon. Uh-huh. Sam, I don't know if you saw it, but yes. it was like, I posted that 29 years ago, my daddy passed away. He was only 40. Yeah, uh, Jody, you were young, too. I, I mean, was 16. Yeah. Um, and I wrote, you know, hey, the last song he ever sang to me with his guitar was, I Believe in You, Don Williams. You know, the last time I ever saw him was the weekend before at his dad's house. The last thing he ever said to me was, love you, baby. I remember those things. And then my post continues, the last uh, time I felt he might be around was 10 minutes ago while walking my knucklehead dogs. A red cardinal landed on a little branch at my eye level and that I would just pretend and believe that that was him. Yeah, you believe all cardinal sightings are your dad. Well, yeah. Well, cardinals and, and woodpeckers. Red-headed woodpeckers. Oh, yeah, yes. I, I don't know it, why. I guess it depends on which bird body is the nearest he can assume. Yeah. Oh, listen to you say that. <laughs> so anyway, I posted that because that actually happened, and I was just having that day. It was a beautiful day, and I was walking the dogs. And I wasn't sad about it, but I certainly was thinking about him because that had just happened. And so we had something to get to at Taylor School and put the dogs up, take a quick shower, get ready. And um, it's busy. We get in the car to go and we're just visiting. And I, and you said, Murphy, that you were singing something. And I said, I've just been singing Don Williams today. And you said, oh, because you're thinking about your daddy. We get in the car. He cranks up the car. And this is what he does for me. I don't believe in superstars. Murphy just starts playing it for me. Yes, I have it on a playlist, Sam. Isn't that cool? That's an early 80s throwback. Props for Murphy there. I know. That, ladies and gentlemen, is romance. Doing that specific little thing. I didn't know you were about to play that on a day when I wanted to hear it. And it did my soul good to hear it. That's what we do. Jody, you and I are music people. We are. Yeah, so um, this is—it's true. My dad used to play guitar as a hobby. He loved to play it. Right. Um, and when he would break out his guitar at night, sometimes you know, my mom and bro- brother would scatter because yeah. they—I don't know—they just really? wasn't their thing. And I would sit there on the floor and just let him sing to me. And this was one of the songs he'd do because he loved this, right. and rightly so. I don't. You don't hear anybody play this song anymore. Anyway, so thank you for that. That was You're the welcome. sweetest thing, Murph. Sweetest. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. We will tell you how one of Taylor Swift's stalkers almost got to her this weekend. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. One of Taylor Swift's serial stalkers almost got to her this weekend. 22-year-old Roger Alvarado was arrested. He climbed a ladder to reach the upper window of her three-story New York City townhouse. Lord. 
He smacked. Who left a ladder there? I was going to say, how did he get that far? Um, hello. <laughs> um, he's and he's stalk, stalking her. He's watching. He's watching for the opportunity of a ladder. Right. Okay. So he smashed the window. He entered the place. He showered before climbing into her sheets. By the way, she wasn't there. Good. Nobody was there, obviously. Not even a security guard. And um, he was charged with stalking, trespassing, burglary, and criminal mischief. Well, eventually, someone saw something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because... It's smashing a window. Hey, there's a guy in the bed, and it's not Taylor. It's all yeah. scary. And she's so busy. And I guess you're right, Sam, about her security being with her while she's rehearsing for the reputation tour. But how about some more security at all of her properties around the world? Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. All right, dads and kids, remember the one thing that moms want the most while you're planning Mother's Day. Money! (laughs) Time away from all the responsibility. Time away where people don't need her. And so I always suggest the Saturday before. Right, not on Mother's Day itself. I suggest the Saturday before, say, bye, mom, go do whatever. You go do. We'll either leave the house and let you have the house, or you go. I like to go. I do retail therapy. I'm thinking of a spa day this year, maybe some yoga, girlfriends. We've done that every year for as far back as I can remember. I think four or five years, yeah, at least. I'm excited. That's as far back as he can remember. Well, I mean, ever since Jody's been a real mother, you know? I've been a real mother for a long time. <laughs> well. Okay. Um, you know what, though? This year, I wanted you to know, Murphy, and we can do this. I'll do the ask in the after, ask the, in the, after the show podcast today. Um, there's a hobby that I would oh. like to dabble in more. I haven't done it in years. <sighs> and um, so maybe for Mother's Day, I could get something that could start me on this journey again. Oh, something really? I'm interested in doing, but I'd want your help to start because we're married. We share expenses. All that it's stuff. not furniture refinishing again, huh? No, I learned my lesson yeah. with one yeah. stupid table. Yeah, that didn't even last a whole afternoon. <laughs> I hated that. <laughs> okay, so after the show podcast today, okay. all right. Maybe we'll try it on. Say, yeah, Jody, that'd be great. If it's new and you can eat it, Sam's found it. He's the food dude. It is now official. Heinz is bringing mayo, that mayo and ketchup mixture, to the U.S. Uh, they had uh, overwhelming approval to do this on their Twitter site. You know, they asked everybody, and <laughs> yeah. everybody chimed in that they wanted it. The only downside they're getting is that the name they're calling it Mayo Chup, Ugh. Mayo Ketchup, and uh, their Twitter account they're getting bombarded with. That's a stupid name. It still so, cracks me up because I swear there's nothing new about this. There isn't. There is absolutely nothing new about this. So, which is what I mean, makes it amazing. I, I applaud them because I mean, if anybody can universally make it theirs, Heinz. They're yeah. the big boys. Yeah. They can make it happen. My thing is, I don't need. Uh, I don't need to buy it because I can create I it, it myself in the only way that I, in the way I like. And yeah, you make it in the percentage that you like it. Right. So, but as, as Americans, we prefer to grab a bottle and squeeze. You know that. Yeah. Fewer yeah. steps, please. This is America. So anyway, they said they're going to do it before the end of the year. They just want you to go to the Heinz Twitter account and tell them, what do you think we should call this? Cool. So if you got anything, you know, like fry to... sauce or... What did I say the other day? I had a good idea. Kago? I lost it. It's gone from my brain. It was a mostly good idea, I was so apparently. happy about it. All right, just go to the Heinz Twitter account and cast your vote. Pick yeah, what you want. We'll know what the real name's going to be soon enough. Uh-huh. Come hang out with us after the show. Every day, a brand new episode of the Murphy, Sam, and Jody After the Show podcast. It's so easy to subscribe, or you can just Google it, and it'll start playing for you. 
right, today after the show, a special Mother's Day request. I never, ever make a request on Mother's Day except to have that little time away yeah, the day before. And we do that a lot, yeah. This year, I another need request? something. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a hobby. I'm hoping you will be supportive of me indulging in, Murphy. Okay. Ching. Cool. All right. Well, let's do that in the After the Show podcast.